The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody, on Stadium, your weekly betting show and podcast as well. If you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, that's Colby over there in the corner, Nate, Ben, and Monty. We appreciate every single one of you tuning in Love this weekend. You. And it has gone with us on this gambling ride this whole season, guys. Especially my yes. grandma. Sorry to cut you yeah. off. Yeah, my grandma Colby's is grandma, shout watching out. every episode live. She loves us live. She doesn't want that YouTube stuff. We are on YouTube. I was about to say. I was about to say if you if you missed some of this episode, want to go back and listen, and, and <laughs> yeah. don't have it live yeah. or on rerun, then make sure to check us out on YouTube, the Stadium YouTube channel. Yeah. So we appreciate everyone. We've got uh, a fun weekend of bets to get through. We're going to start with the NFL this weekend because there are three big games that we wanted to talk about. The college football slate. We have some bets and we have some fun games, but there are three great games in the NFL this weekend that we wanted to talk about first. We'll go to the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And Nate, he's got a bone to pick because this game is overseas in Germany, in Frankfurt. Chiefs are minus one and a half. That line has moved today as of this recording on Wednesday, total 50 and a half. But Nate, they're not playing on American soil. No, I would have really liked to see Tyreek Hill go back to Arrowhead and play the Chiefs. I just thought that would have, especially just these two teams. This is one of the biggest, highest leverage games of the NFL season so far with the Dolphins in first place in the AFC East. But hanging on with the the Bills trying to maybe make a run. And then the Chiefs, first place in the AFC West, but obviously the one seed is something that they really want to get home field at Arrowhead plus the bye. It feels a little weird this game's in Germany. I guess good for the people in Central Europe. They're going to be able to see a a wonderful game, two of the better teams in the NFL. And I know some of the the London (laughs) games haven't been the most exciting throughout the last decade or so. So. Chiefs is the way I'm looking in this game. Ooh. Uh, not my favorite bet now. I'm, I'm going to wait to see where this line goes. I know the Dolphins have had a lot of injury issues the last two weeks on the offensive line and at defense. But I wonder if they've been kind of resting players for this big game, knowing that this can be a kind of an opportunity to make a statement, especially since they lost at the Bills and at the Eagles and kind of the step-up in class games that they've had. So for me, it's kind of I need to believe it or see it to believe it with the Dolphins, just because when they had had a step up in class, they haven't done well, and it is appealing with the opportunity to get Patrick Mahomes such a low low number, yeah, basically right. just win the game, mm-hmm. uh, especially off a loss, and a, kind of a loss where things went weird and he had flu-like symptoms, so hopefully he's better. Uh, Chiefs are the way I look, but, you know, if the Dolphins do have a good injury report, I wouldn't be surprised if this line goes one or maybe even pick them. Ooh. Colby? I'm with Nate. I think uh, this is kind of a terrible game to be had in Europe. But hey, Europe, you get to know why you get our best. You get to know why we love this game. I, and with that, <laughs> I'm taking no spreads. I'm taking oh shocker, the Dolphins team total over at 24 and a half. It's a revenge game. I don't care where it's located. It's a revenge game. Tyreek Hill is playing his former team, and I am a sucker, an absolute sucker for a, you love the team for totals. a revenge game and team totals. The, the Chiefs defense. Have they really truly faced a good offense? Not not like this offense. They have not. And the Dolphins have gone over this five of their eight games. I don't care that the Chiefs have never let a team go over this number because they haven't played the Dolphins, the number one offense in football. 
Dolphins team total, 24 and a half. Come on, three scores and a little, little field goal? Come on. I think Colby's grandma, you may need to talk about Oh, wait, that math didn't add up. Doing all another field totals. goal. <laughs> you need, yeah, you need another field goal after that. That's going to be that's gonna be tough. You might get, you might get in trouble with that me, little hook there. Do some better math. Yeah, help him out there, Colby's grandma. <laughs> I got the Chiefs as well. I got them at minus one and a half. I think the Chiefs are the right side here. We're getting Mahomes, as you said, off a loss. And he was sick. Healthy Mahomes, I will gladly back under a field goal as a favorite. I mean, I think the Dolphins' defense is not going to get as many stops as the Chiefs' defense is, and then really that's what it comes down to for me is both sides. The Chiefs' defense is a lot better. They're top 10 in a lot of DVOA statistics. The Dolphins just simply are not, and I think they're going to get overrun by healthy Mahomes, a good Chiefs' offense, and a team that prepares really well for games like this with with Andy Reid and company. So give me Kansas City minus one and a half. If it gets down to a pick I I love them even more. I don't know if this matters, but the Dolphins traveled Monday night to Germany. They landed okay. Tuesday afternoon, so they've been practicing there. And the Chiefs don't leave until Thursday oh, night, land that. Friday. So I don't That's know a weird move. if that impacts anything. I know the Ravens did that with London where they went early, and they definitely were the better team than the Titans that day. So I guess a little bit more pause on the Chiefs side, and I wish this game was just in Kansas City like it was supposed to. So, All right, let's go to our next game that we have. Cowboys at the Eagles. This one is being played in America, in Philly. Thank Eagles, God. Eagles <laughs> minus three. Good old American football in America. Hey, an American city, a yeah, very American a very city. very American city, about as American as you can get. The uh, spread is <laughs> Eagles minus three, total 46 as of this recording. Boys, this is a fun matchup usually every single year. We're going to see uh, Hertz and Dak against each other for only the second time, I believe, in their careers. Where, where are you going with this one? Yeah, last year they did not face each other. It was Cooper Rush in a game in Philly in October, nice. and then Christmas Eve Gardner Minshew filled in for an injured Jalen Hurts. So we're going to see a Dak-Hurts battle, and looking forward to this one a lot. But in terms of this game, it's kind of like the Dolphins. Uh, the Cowboys are kind of like the Dolphins for me, where I kind of need to see it to believe it against yes. a good team. We've seen them have a 5-2 and two record. Four of those wins were against teams with bad offensive lines and just bad teams, really, especially at the time when they played them. Uh, most recently, the Rams, who look like they're really downtrending now. So the Cowboys got out, getting out to early leads is important, especially in a game like this. But I don't know if they're going to be able to. The reason why it's important for them to get out to early leads is because in all those games they won, get out to the lead, you make the opponent pass, obvious pass situations, you pin your ears back and you force turnovers that lead to defensive scores. And then you build on that lead, and then the game looks like you dominated when really maybe one or two plays kind of changed everything. So against the Eagles offensive line, that I think can negate this Cowboys pass rush. It'll be a little bit different in Philly. I don't trust the Cowboys in this spot. It's Eagles or pass yes. for me. I'll lay it for this segment, Eagles minus three. Are we flying? You're not flying. Now, I, before I give up my pick, I don't like – scared. Like, anything in this game but i also like a lot in this game so i don't really feel like too confident but this makes the most sense to me i'm taking the cowboys plus three both teams are flawed but they're both great on both sides of the ball i don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game but i also can't trust the under because look at these offenses they're both incredible and if it's gonna be a low scoring game like i'm hoping i think the three points in the cushion is the best way to go for me but hey not too confident that's fair. I For me, this is a trend that I have seen only happen once. So I don't even know if it's a trend, but fading the Cowboys after a big win, I love to do that. After where they score a lot of points and their offense looks really good. This happened back in week four, week five, I believe. They had a huge win over the uh, Patriots. Then they go, and that was at home. Then they go on the road, they play San Francisco, and they get their butts whooped. And yeah. this is a similar situation. They won at home against the Rams. They looked really good. Now they have to go on the road, play the Eagles, 
I'll take the Eagles at minus three. I, I think this Philadelphia team That's offensively right, Fabian, is, is really good. I don't know if Cowboys defense is going to travel. I really don't. I think Philly's a tough place to play. And it's a similar situation that we saw earlier on in the season where after a big win, the Cowboys uh, slink back to kind of regressing to the mean in a way. So I don't trust them to be consistent. I'll take the Eagles. Also week two, dominate the Jets, go on the road to play the Arizona Cardinals and lose as a double-digit favorite. Yeah. So and I can't wait really to lose. Just, just don't trust Mike McCarthy in a kind of a game like this. I'll take Sirianni and his coaching staff over McCarthy. All right, well, we've been waiting all day for a Sunday night because this Sunday night matchup is going to be amazing. <laughs> don't sing it. Yeah, we can't sing it. I want to get sued. Bills and Bengals, Sunday night football. Bengals minus two. 48 and a half is the total. One of the better Sunday night football matchups this season. Going to be emotional for the Bengals and the Bills. What are we taking? So out of the three big games, I think this is my favorite bet. I like over 48 and a half. I want to fade both defense in this game. The Bills defense hasn't been the same since they lost cornerback Tredavious White and linebacker Matt Milano last month to long-term injuries. Meanwhile, the Bengals defense statistically, if you just look at you know their points per game against, it looks good the last two games, only giving up 13 to the Seahawks and 17 to the 49ers last week. But in that Seahawks game, the Seahawks have five red zone trips. They have a lot of self-inflicted wounds and only get 13 points. And then last week, 49ers with a ton of mistakes, the three turnovers, but they gained 460 yards. So I think this Bengals defense is due to regress and they've been a little bit fortunate. So I could see Josh Allen and a healthy Joe Burrow move the ball up and down the field. Hopefully not stall in the red zone and end in points, and this game goes over the total. Give me Joe Burrow. <laughs> Give me the Bengals, minus two. The Bengals are on the right trajectory. They're win- they've won three straight against two good teams, the third one, Cardinals. Wow. But the Bills, they're playing fine, but there's nothing impressive about this Bills team whatsoever. They're having a terrible season, in my opinion. Allen turns the ball over at least once every game, at least. And the Bengals have forced at least one interception in six of their seven games this year. If he's going to throw a pick, I'm going to win. Ben, take it away. <laughs> I, I'm going to have more on the Bills. I'll have more on the Bills in underdogs. But I like the Bills plus two and a half in this game if you like the spread. Uh, I like it for the very reason that Colby likes the Bengals. Uh, and that is the Bengals have been playing really well lately. And I love to fade teams that have been playing really well for a specific amount of time. This was three weeks in a row. The Bengals have looked really good in the NFL, especially against good teams. It's hard to be that consistent and I'll take the bills as an underdog. I think they have been performing a little below their abilities as of late. I think the get right game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was big for them to get their offense in a right spot. And they have the rest advantage against the Bengals. So I like the Bills plus two and a half. I will add this. This would be the most Bills-esque game to come back and have a good game because they haven't done anything since the Dolphins. Don't give me that face, Monty. They haven't done anything in weeks. Don't give me that It makes the most sense for the Bills to have a good game if they do. It's this week. And playoff revenge if you care about that kind of thing. There we go. I like it. I'll have more on the Bills coming up. We have college football bets on the other side. And, of course, underdogs, best bets. We're dressing up, as always. That's coming up next on Stadium Bet. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. You got Colby, Nate, Ben, and Monty running the sticks. You got Monty's Iowa bet coming oh. up at the end of this block. Something to look forward to. A very Northwestern low total. over team total, Monty, huh? Yeah, and uh, he might be attending that. So we'll, we'll have to hear a little bit more from Monty at the end of this. But we got college football bets. And we did a lot of NFL, so we have only one college football game that we wanted to hit. But it's a good one. It's LSU-Bama, Nate. And this is a high total. The, the spread has moved a little bit. It was a little in favor of Bama. Come down now to about minus three. Which way are you looking? Big SEC game. Yeah, and this actually would have been my best bet if it was at a certain number that it opened at, and, and it's LSU. So LSU plus three, 
That's what the current number is. I like it even more at three and a half. I bet even at a better number earlier, but I don't want to talk too much about that. But maybe there'll be some Alabama support as the week goes on and you can get LSU. But I really think these teams are equal, even maybe LSU being better. Really like their offense. Uh, Daniels is in the Heisman consideration. You'll see on the side slab that he's in the top five for the Heisman, even though they have two losses, which just shows how good statistically he's done this season. So like LSU's offense, and just not really impressed with Alabama. Last time we talked about them two weeks ago, they played Tennessee. I think we were all kind of pro-Alabama in that game, and they're losing 20-7 to at halftime and need a 27-0 second-half rally to win that game and end up covering it. But Joe Milton looked competent for the first time this season <laughs> against the Alabama defense. So yeah. I think that's really worrisome against an LSU offense that saw this Alabama defense last year beat Alabama and Baton Rouge. I know you're a little bit worried Nick Saban for revenge, but this isn't the same Alabama team. I mean, Texas went into Alabama when everyone's like, you know, Saban doesn't lose to his old assistant. So this is different Alabama at all. Not your grandfather's Alabama. Uh, literally, not your grandfather's, not your grandfather's Alabama. Alabama. Not my grandfather's Alabama. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, everything just points to LSU. They're, even though they're probably out of the playoff picture with those two losses back in yeah. September, still a lot to play for. SC, if you win this game, SEC West seems kind of likely because Ole Miss – We'll probably lose to Georgia next week in a game we might preview on the show. So I really like the idea of just taking LSU. I, I think they really have a shot of winning this game and winning the West, representing that division in Atlanta against Georgia in later uh, next month. Colby, not your grandfather's Alabama. Jalen Milrow has been competent, but not competent enough. They're going up Ooh. against the number one offense in college football. LSU plus three is the move. <laughs> My gut is... Tigers times two. My gut's going to tell me that Alabama's going to struggle in this game big time. I don't think their offense can keep up with LSU's offense. I don't care what their defense gets some stops. This offense is explosive. It's good. I think both teams have had the same sort of strength and schedule. I think LSU is trending on the up, up trajectory that they've been doing. Obviously, they put up 100 points a game almost, it feels like. This team is way better than Alabama. Nate already said that this isn't the same Alabama team. Ben said it's not as grandpa's Alabama team. I yeah. do not like Alabama in this game, so give me LSU. I, LSU. I really oh, hope Tigers. you guys win. I, I hope you guys win your bets. All I'm hoping for, though, is scoring, and I think we're going to get a lot oh. of it. It's a high total, but I'm going the over, 60 and a half. You trust Milrow. Both these teams can easily get into the 30s. Uh, we know, and you talked about how explosive LSU's offense is. We know LSU's offense is extru- probably the best in the nation, one of the best in the Number nation. Uh, J- Jalen Daniels, of course, he's great. He's going to be better than Milton. At Tennessee, and we saw what Milton was able to do against Alabama's defense. I think Jalen Daniels is going to do that and more to Alabama's defense. And on the flip side, guys, how do you feel about LSU's defense? It's poopy. It's bad. It's it's not a good defense. I think Alabama's going to be able to take advantage of that. I think both these teams get in the 30s. We maybe even see a 40-30 type of game. Give me the over. 60 and a half. We're going to see a lot of scoring back and forth game. Going to happen. Alabama's offense is, is decent and getting better as the season goes on. Listen to this, too, by the way. LSU's defense gives up 38 points per game on the road, and they've averaged 53 points per game over their last three. There's going to be scoring. There's going to be a lack of defense. Viewers should definitely take a look at uh, Jade Daniels' pass prop when it comes out because look at what Milton did. (laughs) Jesus. All right, let's go to college football bets other than this game. We're going to open up the board, look at the rest of the country. We have some bets. Nate? Where are you standing? Yeah, I like a few games this week, but I'm going to take this one because I know Colby's on the other side. <laughs> Give me Clemson. 
Plus three. Oh, God. I think this is a perfect. You're going with Team Dabo oh after the round. Yeah, they're playing Notre Dame. They're hosting Notre Dame. I think this is a good buy low, sell high situation. We're buying low on Clemson, as low as they've ever been since I've you know started betting on this sport. Four and four, but they just have so many turnovers in the red zone, and it's still a team with, with you know pretty good talent. I know it's not as good as past Clemson teams, but I still trust them in a, as, a, as a home underdog in this game Ooh. against Notre Dame. They'll get up for this game. Meanwhile, Notre Dame coming off two blowout wins against USC, and then they had the bye, and then they beat Pitt. But if you look a little bit closer, it was a lot of defensive scores, some special team scores, a lot of turnovers, setting up short fields. It was an extraordinary offense from Sam Hartman and the Fighting Irish. And just a little bit of a bonus, Clemson has yeah. faced Sam Hartman four times Ooh. in his college career, dating back from Wake Forest. So he knows they know what to expect they from do. Sam Hartman because even though there's been defensive coordinator changes at Clemson over the years, it's still kind of the same principle. So they should be able to you know, find a way to contain Sam Hartman. I like Clemson, plus three. I think Dabble gets him motivated, he's especially. Gotta, he's got to earn $11 million. He's I would say, earn his contract. I'd say after that radio hit on the, his coach's show on Monday yeah. where he uh, kind of went off on a fan and, and went on a rant, I think that's actually a positive for Clemson. <laughs> I think it's a negative. I think the players are going to want to play for him because he doesn't take transfers. These are all guys Dabble have recruited. Yeah. They're, they're going to stick together, and I think they have a really good effort on Saturday in a home game. Hmm. Interesting. Hickory dickory, Doc. Those are not the same Clemson Tigers, Nate. Get out of here. Does <laughs> <laughs> it rhyme? None of that. doesn't matter. People know what rhyme. I'm doing. I'm doing the Dabo yeah. Sweeney TikTok. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about Notre Dame, even though I should be, because me and Ben have some, some business to take care of. Going out west. Going out west. And this here will be are. one of the two fading of the storm bets. We're taking UCLA minus yes. three. Ben, I will yes. try not to give a lot of information. No, please do. You have more than but I do. Last week. Arizona stormed the field after beating yes. Oregon State. And you know me and Ben just have to take UCLA. But on principle. Yeah, out of principle. It's a principle. But that's not ben. saying UCLA isn't going to get the job done regardless, even if they didn't storm the field last week. Because listen, this these rankings, UCLA, number two in rush defense, number eight in scoring defense, 10th in de- total defense, ninth in rush offense, 13th oh. oh, yes. in total offense. Oh, more. That's all I got. Because what that's else do we need? Keys. Just take UCLA. Yes, I love it. And again, everyone loves that Arizona beat Oregon State last week. Oregon State's defense, not good. They're not good. Arizona got a big touchdown at the end of that game in the fourth quarter on a 40-yard chunk play. I don't think that happens against UCLA's defense because of the numbers Colby just said. UCLA is going to be the best defense Arizona faces in the Pac-12. They're insane. It's not going to happen again. They're not going to get back-to-back upsets at home. UCLA, minus three. Take them up to minus four for me. This isn't your older brother's Chip Cowley. This isn't, no. (laughs) Chip Chip Kelly's teams play defense now. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right, let's end this segment because we're going out to Wrigley Field. We're going out to our guy, Monty. He's back. Iowa's playing again. What's your bet of the week for Iowa? Oh, here we go. It was a great, (laughs) great week off. Gotta go with the under, right? Uh, Oh, God. Iowa's 6-2 and on unders this year, so let's just keep it rolling. You know, they keep coming out with these super low totals, and they keep going under. You can't do anything on offense. See on your screen right there. Northwestern also sucks at offense. Two of the worst in the in the Big Ten. What's the point in doing anything but the under? I can't wait to go to this game at Wrigley and just see punt after punt after punt. Will there be a first down? I don't know. Let's ride. There might not be. There might not be. Also, going Is... back to Nate's uh, Dabo thing, definitely a positive for him. 
No, shut your mouth. Yeah, you talk about two, po- two positives. Have fun negatives. in a football game that no one's scoring any points. I will, sir. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm very excited for this game. I think this is going to be fun. Under 31, I don't think that's even going to be a sweat. It's not going to be a sweat. It's going to be zero to two at halftime. I am not worried. It'll be negative one to five. I will probably yeah, just gonna... take the under for the rest of the season, and it's going to be great. That's you won't go to Indiana and bet on Monty's it. Monty's going to make money. <laughs> yeah, go go do it. I love it. All right, we have more on the other side of the break. Our best bets, our underdogs of the week. We're going to keep debating the Iowa under for as long as it takes. That's coming up next. <laughs> Welcome back to Stadium Bets. Time for the world-famous underdog bets of the weekend. Nate, where are you going? Let's go Texas A&M. Gig'em, <laughs> Gig'em Aggies. We're playing Ole Miss. <laughs> Ole Miss I picked on a lot this year. Hasn't really worked out. I'm going to go back to the well. Ole Miss not as good as their top, top 10 ranking in the college football playoff. I think Texas A&M, you know, they had a bye two weeks ago. Played well against South Carolina. I think they're a bye team as the last month of the season goes on. Still a team with a lot of talent. Give me the Aggies to win out right. We already spoke about this game, Alabama, LSU. I'm taking LSU on the money line. The Tigers is coming. Bama's not ready. Go Tigers. Ooh, go Tigers. I'm going to go the Bills. I mentioned the Bills earlier on in the segment. It's going to be an emotional night. Tamar Hamlin's going to be back in Cincy, Sunday Night Football. You don't think the Bills are going to capitalize on the emotions of the evening after playing poorly middle of the season? And as underdogs? We're going Bills, money line, underdog winners over the Bengals on Sunday Night Football. Best bets time, Nate, all dressed up. You guys have the same bet. I'll defer to Colby to go oh. first. This man's won five best bets in a row. No, don't, go don't, ahead. don't hype me up like that. Uh, Heat glasses. I don't going. have much to say, but I just have the facts. Kansas Ooh. beat Oklahoma last week, and their fans took down the goalpost. They took that goalpost to a lake, threw that in the lake. It is still sitting in the lake. <laughs> Iowa <laughs> minus one and a half. I have to take it. Yep. I'm also on Iowa State. We're going to grade this at minus two and a half, though, because oh, it moved a little sorry, bit. I forgot it moved. Kansas right. had a lot of good fortune last week against Oklahoma. Now they go on the road, night game in Ames. We respect Matt Campbell. I think he's a really good coach. He's had this team playing well, betters on their expectation this year. So Iowa State, dual best bet, minus two and a half against Kansas on Saturday night. I've lost two in a row, boys. Best bets. This is caution. Caution helmet. Be careful. I'm taking Wisconsin minus nine against Indiana. Minus nine and a half. Taking them up to ten. Indiana's a bad football team. I will happily bet against them to lose to a really good defensive-oriented Wisconsin team by double digits. Wisco's going to win this large on Saturday. Colby, Nate, Ben, Monty on the sticks. We'll see you next week on Stadium Bets. (laughs) 